Hello, hello. You're listening to the Leadership Woman podcast with me, Jill Savile. Today is Easter Monday, and I hope you spent time with your families and friends. Uh, I haven't seen mine since last July, some of them not for over a year. But every day I focus on what I have rather than what I don't have. And today I have you and a great topic. So let's begin. What task do you hate? For me, it's organising, sorting things out. Uh, I know it sounds easy and for many of you it probably is. When I was a child, I was told to tidy my room, which was manageable because there was a place for things. And I just had to put them there. My great-grandmother, who I learned had the unusual name of Amberside after she, she died, used to say to my grandma Nelly, while you've got it in your hand, put it where it goes. She said it to Nelly, and Nelly said it to me. But somehow it didn't quite stick. While I'm not so tidy as Laurent would like me to be, I, I do get by. It's one of those skills that I can do if I need to, but it's really not a strength. But sorting out is different to tidying. It implies that there are decisions to be made. There's not already a place for something. Thought is needed. When I stumbled on the book, Your Brain at Work by David Rock, now I felt finally somebody understood my pain. And what's more, I was not alone. Because making decisions between options is brain intensive, it turns out. When it comes to planning, strategizing, taking action, or executing, as you say in the US, although I, I always feel the word's a bit extreme, but I digress. When it comes to planning, strategizing, and taking action, it turns out that taking action is the least taxing thing on the brain. It's the working out what to do that's the hard part. And David Rock came up with a brilliant analogy. He likened the conscious thinking part of our brain to a stage. Only a certain number of actors, thoughts, can be on that stage at any one time and we should move a thought into the audience or storage where it takes less energy. We should do that as soon as we can and that's our brain's main activity to sort through stuff and to try and get it into the form of a habit. So the activity of memory in fact is recalling somebody back out of that audience and up onto the stage and the more recent the memory then the closer to the stage that memory is sitting. The brain is energy intensive about 20% of our body's usage and rock depicts that as strong floodlights onto the stage. As our energy depletes the light dims and it's harder to see the actors and what they're doing i.e. it's harder to think. Imagine the activity of planning your daily agenda. 
some of you might do this the evening before. I certainly do it on a weekly basis on Sunday and then check up every night. And this involves bringing the various activities, the actors, onto the stage and comparing them to each other. What has priority? Which day do I need to do them? Now, ideally, I only want to put two or maybe three things on that stage at any one time, but sometimes thoughts try to crowd onto the stage like actors trying to steal the show. And that's where the director comes in. If you've ever pushed a thought out of your mind or resist doing something, you've used your director. And the good news is that if it's weak, then you can strengthen it by daily practice. This decision-making process is the most brain-intensive then. And we can easily become overwhelmed with unnecessary actors. You know the ones. You're in the middle of a task and you start to think about what other tasks need doing. What have you missed? What have you forgotten until now? Or maybe there's something that you really want to watch on Netflix or just surfing the web just for a minute. I'll just do it for a minute to relax. All these things become appealing. And they're certainly more appealing than facing a task that you really don't want to do. So, organising. I'm sat in my office. I don't know about you, but I can't work when it's messy, which Laurent finds quite amusing because it's messy most of the time. But when there's something I really need to concentrate on, I really need to organise and make decisions, then I need a clear workspace. And I need a really strong director to make sure that I focus on what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. I was thinking the other day of who's good at this. Have you ever had your photograph taken? If you have, then they have lots to choose from, lots of shots at the end. And I noticed when I went that they're very good at getting you to make decisions. They only put a few on there at a time and they say, what do you like best between this one and this one? And so you choose this one and this one. They get you to choose fairly quickly. And then you end up with, oh, I don't know, about eight. And they start the process again. What do you like best between this one and this one? So you end up choosing your best two or three photographs. They are really good at organizing you and your thoughts so that you can easily make these decisions. So let's think about then, how can you take this forward? Get a paper and pen, pause the audio if you need to. What's the best way to do things and not overtax your brain? Because you are needlessly using energy when your brain gets overwhelmed and there's too many actors running about. The first thing is, Put it in your diary, put it in your agenda to do it at a certain time. 
So that's one decision made. You don't have to worry about when you're going to do it. Number two, write down the benefit of doing this task, the, the task that you don't really want to do. So that you have a really strong why. Remember Simon Sinek? Can you start with why? If we know why we're doing something and it's really important to us, then we're more likely to do it. Clear the space. Clear the space mentally and or physically to do whatever it is you're going to do. Number four. If you're having trouble starting, decide to do only that thing for one minute or five minutes if you or ten minutes. Whatever it is, choose something that sounds easy to do. And I can more or less guarantee that with me, once I've actually started, then I can do more than five minutes. I can do more than ten minutes. I can get lost in it. It's just the starting. Number five, have pen and paper next to you when you're doing this task that you want to focus on. Because then as these thoughts, as these actors start to wander on stage and remind you of the things that you're supposed to be doing, then you can park them. You can write them down. There's another book. I can't think what it's called. Get, ah, Getting Things Done. And he talks about putting all of your tasks on a different piece of paper. Why? Because your brain is not meant to be some kind of memory guru. It's better than that. So anything that you just want to remember, put in your diary. Put on a piece of paper. So your brain can think, okay, I don't have to try and remember that. That wastes energy. So that was number five then. Have pen and paper next to you to write down the thoughts that creep in. I also actually write down on paper what I'm looking for on the internet. You know, if you decide to go on the internet to search for something, how you can suddenly get lost for half an hour, I try, (laughs) I write it down on a piece of paper, Jill. This is what you're going on the internet for. So that if I'm getting lost, it pulls me back. Finally, number six, make sure you tell the other actors to get off the stage. Mentally, say that to them. Get off the stage. Be that strong director. You are in control. Make sure that you've only got a couple of things there. At any one time, particularly if you're making decisions. I know that when I first read the book, I went and (laughs) I apologize to Laurent. I may have said this to you before, um, but the book is very clear that we can only consciously do one thing at once. (laughs) And, uh, And in fact, Laurent's always telling me that, Jill, just do one thing after one thing. That's his French. One thing after another, I would say, but do one thing after one thing. So I hope those six things have helped you understand why your brain gets overloaded sometimes. Organising is such an important process and it helps us become more effective. We need the plan. 
One of my mentors, Ed DaCosta, always says, plan the work and work the plan. Simple. I hope that this has helped you. You've been listening to the Leadership Woman podcast. And if you want to be reminded of the Monday podcast, then please click on follow. Why? Because your brain will have one less thing to remember. See you next week. Bye.